Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, good morning everyone. Let me say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for a new day. We thank you for another opportunity. And as we stand before you, Lord, you've called us by name to come to you, to be with you. It is not by chance. It is not out of our human fleshly will that we come to you. You draw us in to be with you in this place, in your secret place, to commune with you. And Lord, as we enter in, we surrender ourselves before you, body, soul, and spirit. And we ask forgiveness, Lord, for all our shortcomings. You ask for your mercy. We humble ourselves, Lord, of all our pride, of all our ego. Of all the times we've asked you questions like Job, not recognizing and realizing what you are doing. For the times we feel that you are silent and you are not speaking to us. Yet you are doing something, you are working on us. But for all those times we fail to see it, we fail to, we fail to realize the work that was in process. For all the times, Lord, we lose patience, we feel frustrated. For all the times, that we fall weak, that we feel vulnerable, and for all the times that we have failed and we have fallen, we ask for forgiveness, Father. We cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus. We reaffirm our faith. We renew our strength by your presence. And so we come to you, Lord, into this secret place to be with you, knowing that when we wait on you here and you pour your wisdom, you open up our understanding then we are able to renew our strength by the grace that you place upon our lives, by the anointing that you pour on us. That anointing which destroys every yoke of the enemy, no matter how heavy it seems. We come to you, Father. And we thank you that you pour your peace and your joy as well into our hearts. We share the same peace and the same joy, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you. We share it, Lord, with all those that we are lifting up in our place of prayer as well, and those that have no one to pray for them. And as we make our prayer, Lord, we call on your name. The name of our Maker, our Creator the lifter and the preserver of men, the ancient of days, the God of peace and patience, the father of lights, the one who destroyed our enemy, tall as the cedars and strong as an oak. Yet you destroyed their fruit from above and their root from beneath. And we remind ourselves that this is the same God that stands with us. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. The one who gave of his everything for our sake, sacrificed himself that we might have life and life in the kingdom. That we might not be banished or cast away, but there might still be that door that is left open for us. He is that door. He is our rock. He is our refuge. The Lion of Judah. The one who holds the key of David. The rider on the white horse who leads us in the day of battle. It is he who is our daily bread. 
and we pray in the name of his spirit the spirit of jesus the spirit of the living god the hand of the creator the lord in the midst of his people who is mighty the seal of the age to come the spirit of el shaddai father we thank you that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit and you have blessed us with prayer that we can combine your word and your spirit with our faith when we speak that word and it is your spirit who hovers over every situation no matter how wide and formless it looks we thank you lord that you have blessed us with that ability of co-creation and through prayer we are able to commune with you through prayer we are also able to speak over our situations to prophesy because of the authority that you have given us through adoption through sonship we thank you father that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavens with every physical provision that we need that we might not fall short you meet all our needs we thank you father and as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning a cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make as well as every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by your precious blood jesus the blood of the new and eternal covenant under which we cover all of these we put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives we call the angel of the lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm sin danger accident injury pilfering theft hijacking terrorism any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks i command that angelic protection and i declare divine exemption by the blood of jesus i declare redemption by that blood i declare restoration in the mighty and all powerful name of jesus we also herald the power and our spoken word as we proclaim your word from isaiah 55 verse 10 and 11 that says as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yield seed for the sower and bread for the eater so is my word that goes out of my mouth this day and it will not return to me empty but will accomplish what i desire and achieve the purpose for which i sent it it shall not delay as well which shall be fulfilled in completion and on time in the mighty and all powerful name of Jesus thank you lord for the power of life on our tongue thank you jesus in luke chapter 18 we see the story of jesus and the ruler who came inquiring about eternal life says Luke 18 verse 18 to 25 Jesus said go sell everything that will be our topic of reflection it will be a short two part series today and tomorrow so i'll just read the passage first and then we reflect on what happened in that story so Luke 18 verse 18 to 25 where it says a certain ruler asked Jesus good teacher that is you who are essentially and morally good what shall i do to inherit eternal life eternal salvation in your kingdom in the messiah's kingdom 
And Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not testify falsely, honor your father and your mother. And he replied, I have kept all these things from my youth. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, You still lack one thing. Go sell everything that you have and distribute the money to the poor and you will have abundant treasure in heaven. And come, follow me, becoming my disciple, believing and trusting in me and walking in the same path of life that I walk. That's the Amplified Extension. But when he heard these things, he became very sad for he was extremely rich. And Jesus looked at him and said, How difficult it is for those who are wealthy to enter the kingdom of God. For it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man who places his faith in wealth and status to enter the kingdom of God. And this is often looked at from a monetary angle. Thinking Jesus said, give away all your possessions. So we reflect on that. What did Jesus really mean by this? Did he really mean to give away all you have? While reading that passage again, what really caught my attention were two things. Number one is the question was about inheriting eternal life. What must I do to inherit eternal life? And two, Jesus said, give it away, give all that you have away, and then come follow me. So inherit, inheriting eternal life and coming following him seem to have a link directly there. So we dive a little more into it. Now we started reading from verse 18. But let's jump one verse back to verse 17 onwards. Before the story, Jesus said, Whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child shall not enter the kingdom. So notice that he didn't talk about the law here, didn't talk about fulfilling anything, he didn't talk about giving anything away. He just said, if you do not enter as a little child, Children are characterized by faith and purity of heart. They believe what you tell them and have no wickedness or no guile in their hearts. And he spoke of the same in Matthew chapter 5. While teaching on the Beatitudes, when he said about the kingdom in Matthew 5 verse 3, Blessed are the poor in spirit. That is those who are devoid of spiritual arrogance. And those who regard themselves as insignificant, those who are humble, but theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now you compare this with the rich man. Secondly, again there he said in Matthew 5 verse 10, Blessed are those who are persecuted for doing what is morally right, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. In both cases he said theirs is the kingdom of heaven. 
and the rich man is looking to enter into the kingdom of heaven. So it's the attitude in your heart that gets you to the kingdom. Being honest, standing up for what is right, having that faith and purity of heart, poverty in spirit. It may not necessarily be about wealth. Now look at Luke 14, verses 26 to 27. He said, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, and even his own life, in the sense of indifference to or relative disregard for them in comparison with his attitude towards God. Now, that's the important part that the Amplified Extension illuminates for us. This is not hating your relations per se. It's looking at where your priorities are. And Jesus said, he cannot be my disciple. Such a person that looks at worldly relations and relatives more closely and is more attached to them than to me. That person cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross, that is expressing a willingness to endure whatever may come, and follow after me, believing in me, conforming to my example in living, and if need be suffering, or perhaps dying because of faith in me. Such a person cannot be my disciple. And if you read further on in the passage, he uses some other examples there as well. But all of them seem to point to the same thing, to the price that you would have to pay and analyzing that price before making your decision to follow him. The price for discipleship. It will cost you your relationships. That is what he really meant by Anyone that does not hate his own relations, his own family, cannot be my disciple. The journey that we take will cut you off a little from your family. You may lose friendships. People will turn against you. The journey is physically rough. Emotionally rough as well. While subject to attacks. Spiritual attacks. So indirectly here he is asking you, are you prepared to give all that up? To bear the brunt of all that comes to you? Are you willing to pay that price? That is the price of following me. When you follow me, you enter the kingdom. I shall leave you with that question today and tomorrow we shall continue on the second part in this series. It's worth reflecting on this passage again. If anyone comes to me and is not willing to give these up, what price are you willing to pay? Is the question. Salvation is free, 
but living the kingdom life will cost you everything. And it is that discipleship that he talks about. Living the ways of the kingdom where we follow his teachings, his ways that are high above our ways. And then start to realign, starting with the renewal of our mind. What price are we willing to pay? Father, in the name of Jesus, as we reflect on this, Lord, let the truth be revealed to us. Let our eyes be opened to see where we stand. And each will be in different journeys, in different parts. And each of us, you have called according to your purposes, so the purposes are also different. We ask for edification in our spirit, Lord, that for each one that makes that decision to heed your call to that purpose, let the grace of strength, that renewal, come unto them bodily and spiritually. In the name of Jesus. We ask for that edification in our spirit today, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease that'll be, that are hospitalized, that will undergo any kind of procedures today. We pray for all families that are embattled, facing division, separation, divorce, all kinds of emotional challenges, relationship matters. And battling all forms of wickedness that seek to steal, kill and destroy from them. We come against it by the blood of Jesus. Everything that seeks to steal every form of spiritual wickedness, that seeks to steal the joy of this family and convert it into sorrow, Lord. Each of these families that are raised up in prayer here today, we come against it by the blood of Jesus. And we declare every such stronghold over those lives, over those families broken now. We declare it broken now by the blood of Jesus, crushed, uprooted completely, destroyed and removed out of the way. We fill them, Lord, we lose your precious blood over these lives. Let your truth be made known to them, Father. That by your truth, revealed by your Spirit, there is freedom. We pray for all those that are battling all other kinds of strongholds in their lives, aimed at keeping them prayerlessness, aimed at keeping them prayerless, keeping them busy. Keeping them yoked under poverty and under ignorance. That they might be cut off from you. That they might be kept rooted in the physical world. With no inclination to open their eyes and to see your truth in the spirit. That everything that seeks to keep your people cut off from you. Be broken now by the blood of Jesus. Let every such ploy of the enemy catch fire. And let your light be revealed through all that darkness, Lord. That amidst all the torment, amidst all the troubles and challenges, 
they are able to see your light and make that conscious decision to choose you over darkness, over failure, over troubles, over wickedness. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends as well, Lord. You know, we pray in a special way for all those that have not yet received their gift of salvation. And for all that are gathered here, Father, in this house, that are holding on to faith, that their faith fail not. We release our faith, Lord, in prayer. And we ask for that grace over their lives. That are hoping and waiting on your miracles. Let there be a transformation in their lives, Father. Let there be an upliftment or revival. By your Spirit, let there be a lifting up, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the Spirit and with your Holy Spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer together. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Kalada <laughs> 
in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The words that the Lord spoke to me this morning, just as we were praying, come my people, be transformed by my spirit. I am the potter, you are the clay. Let me melt you and mold you into my image and likeness. The scripture I've been given is from Ephesians 1, 15 and 16. For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love towards all the saints. I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 to 21. Is quoted from the NIV, which talks about treasures in heaven. And says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. This is a confirmation because this scripture is part of our second session that we will take tomorrow. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections, our daily Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions as well as the Friday Bible study teachings. Please share links for Zoom and YouTube with friends and family. Invite them to join live. Alternatively, you can point them to the recordings if they can't make it. The recordings are stored on our YouTube page, Spotify podcast page as well as links posted on our Facebook page. And a reminder about our Bible study session For this Friday, this is the eighth part in our series on living by faith and not by emotions. 
where we are continuing to learn how to deal with emotions, how to take authority over emotions, and finally, how to master emotions with joy and peace. This series will help us to learn how to master our emotions instead of having emotions govern our lives. We shall share links that you can share or with your family and friends. We will share those links on our Facebook page, on our YouTube page, as well as on our uh, Telegram group. Please share them, invite friends and family to come. And that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and His favor that comes out of His jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for His glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank, Thank you, you, Rasa. Rasa. Thank you Rasa. Rasa. God bless everybody. God bless everybody.